So as we take this journey together, this journey of renewal, um, two things that on my heart I, um, I felt I wanted to uh, convey this morning, hopefully help us just to, to create a little bit of a, um, a framework for this uh, special time of year. The first uh, point, the first reflection on my heart um, was just to remind us that, that, that God's deepest longing for us, his greatest desire, which you would have heard on Sunday if you were here, is for us to flourish, is for us to be happy in the deepest, most enduring kind of way. That's, that's God's heart for you and for me. God does not want us to suffer unnecessarily. He doesn't want to make things hard for us. God doesn't want to give us hoops to jump through. (laughs) That's not the God that Jesus reveals. I think for some of us, we we enter into Lent with this, and suddenly our our image of God becomes a bit like a drill sergeant, (laughs) right? A God who, who suddenly becomes a bit harsh, a bit demanding, Some of us might think of Lent as a time when we need to earn our stripes with God. We need to do hard things. Oh, this is just a hard thing. I've got to do it once a year. All right, Lent's here. Let's go again. (laughs) Some of us can enter with that kind of mindset, right? But that's not at all what Lent is about. Lent is not about doing things to satisfy God, but it's a time for us to intentionally turn our hearts back to the source of true flourishing. Lent is a time for us to get in touch with the source of our happiness. God's invitation uh, for us in Lent is given to us uh, in our first reading today from the prophet Joel. God says, come back to me with all your heart. Turn to the Lord your God again for he's all tenderness and compassion, slow to anger, rich in graciousness, ready to relent doesn't sound like a drill sergeant to me. God knows that we will flourish to the degree that we know our profound need for him and uh, and that we are actively open and, and receptive to God's offer of love. And so Lent really is, is simply a, a time for us to heighten, heighten our our. our our awareness of our need and, and, and our receptivity to God. It's, it's a chance for us just to open, open ourselves in, in a new way to God's offer of, of love and, and flourishing and, and, and ultimately happiness. The problem, uh, of course, is that we have kind of so many blockages, don't we, <laughs> between us and, and, and God. Uh, and... Um, and if I was to summarise all the blockages, I'd probably uh, use the word comfort. We're creatures of comfort. And comfort isn't necessarily a bad thing in itself, but um, it can easily become a barrier between us and God. We, we find comfort in so many things, don't we? <laughs> Wherever we can, we find comfort. <laughs> Maybe it's in food or, or in our material possessions or, or in our knowledge comfort in our knowledge uh, or our physical abilities, our own ideas, our plans, our dreams. 
our financial success, even our religious activity, we, find, we can find comfort in that. The challenge with comfort is that um, it doesn't always point us towards God. Comfort is not necessarily bad, but it doesn't always lead us towards God. And, and over time, what can happen is that um, when we, we take more and more comfort in these various aspects of our life, uh, they can erode our dependence on God without us even realising it. It's just that we, we just become comfortable in these little different aspects of our life and, and they, they sort of they numb us to our deep, profound need for God as the source of our flourishing and our true happiness. They become barriers. And so God gives us this time of Lent as a gift. And, and, and the purpose of this time is just to, to recenter our hearts on him. Come back to me. Come back to me. I'm your source of flourishing. I'm the one in, in whom you will discover true happiness. St. Paul today in the second reading, he says, I beg you, I beg you not to neglect the grace of God that you have received, the grace that gives you true flourishing in life. Don't neglect that. He says, be reconciled to God. Turn yourself back to God. Put him at the centre of your heart and your mind and your life. Now, the, the word we use to kind of talk about this process of turning our hearts back is repent. Right? That's the word of Lent, repent. Turn your heart back. And, of course, uh, we're reminded of those spiritual disciplines that we're also given in Lent uh, in our gospel today, prayer and fasting and almsgiving. And, again, this, this is, these disciplines are not about God making things hard for us. Right? These are not hoops for us to jump through. But they're disciplines that are given to us to help us to move beyond our comfort. Right? To help us to, to, to access that life that God is offering us. Now, the reality is that prayer and fasting and almsgiving can be a little bit uncomfortable can't they? Right? They can even be a little bit painful at times. And, and, and if they are uncomfortable for you, then that's probably a good thing because they should be. The reason why they can become a little bit uncomfortable is because uh, we're, so comfort, we're so comfortable in our own kind of little world and, and spiritual disciplines will always take us sort of beyond that. And, and initially that can be a bit jarring when we invest time praying every day, it can feel like a waste of time. Has anyone had that experience? It's like, oh, I've got so many other things to do. This is painful and this is, you know. It can be uncomfortable investing time in prayer. It can also be difficult just sitting with ourselves, can't it? When we're, when we're really investing in regular prayer, it, it sort of makes us, um, you know, it gets us in touch with what's going on in us. It can, and that can be hard too. It can be uncomfortable. Fasting can also be uncomfortable because it means saying no to ourselves. And we don't like saying no to ourselves, do we? We want to say yes. <laughs> I have a desire. Yes, 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 yes. It's hard to say no. 
Fasting puts us in touch with how unfree we really are. I'll tell you what, if I don't get my tea in the morning... (laughs) (laughs) And giving to others with generosity puts us in touch with how attached that we can really be to our, our, our possessions, right? Our time. How much security we place in the things that we have. How lacking in trust um, we can really be at, at times. So there is a sense of, um, you know, these spiritual disciplines being a bit hard. But here's the thing. When we... When we try and follow them with the right heart, not because we must, not because God's demanding it from us, or not because uh, we want to put on this religious show like the, the people in the gospel Jesus was talking about today, but when we do it from a heart that wants to turn our heart, ourselves back to God, that really believes that God is the source of my flourishing, in God, I find my deepest, most enduring happiness. When, when, we, when we pray and fast and give alms from that heart, then we soon discover that these, these disciplines um, open us up to a whole new level of life, a whole new level of flourishing, and, and they, they don't become so hard anymore. <laughs> this is the key thing, I think, with Lent. I think more than anything, this is the fruit that God would want for each of us at Lent, that we, we don't just take up these disciplines as a way of kind of training for six weeks, but that over these six weeks we realise that, oh my gosh, this is how I should live all the time. That prayer, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so poor if I don't have time with God every day. I, I'm lost. Um, if I say yes all the time, if I just you know, fill myself with comfort, 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 if I don't have some kind of discipline, um, then, then I, I, I've got no room for God anymore. And if I don't give myself in, in generosity, if I don't share what I've given, then, then I'm the one that's impoverished in the end. That's what, that's what we see. God wants to, to give us a whole new rhythm for living, a rhythm that keeps us focused on him, keeps our heart on him. So in a moment, you're going to receive ashes on your head and, and the words um, that uh, you'll hear are, are repent and believe in the gospel. Repent and believe in the gospel. Your, your invitation is to say amen to that. So amen, yes, um, I choose to, to let go of something of my comfort or, or to, to look beyond the, the little comfort's of my life. I want to I I repent of my total dependence on that and I'm going to believe in the gospel. I'm going to believe that I do need salvation. And that Jesus is the source of my flourishing. He's the source of my true happiness.